Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Your official station to talk Brooklyn Nets. The Fan on 1019 FM and the Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It's a football Friday. It's a Nick Friday. You call it whatever the hell you want. We call it Friday. Hello, the Eddie Scuzzeri. What's up, you dead pancreas son of a bitch yourself? And then across from me... I've got Al Kemba Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jay. Uh, Eddie has a dead pancreas? That's uh, what his shirt says. Oh, dead pancreas society. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, I didn't see society. I just I, saw um, dead pancreas. Does it say society at the bottom there? It does. You're correct. Oh, okay. Nailed it. I yeah. couldn't really see it, but it's okay. So Eddie's got a dead pancreas. Eddie's pancreas sucks. To each his own. Yeah. We all have body parts that don't agree with us. Man, my back. Your his back. pancreas. My back. My wiener. I, you know... You I've been doing it, this. Jerry, I've been doing me. this too long with you because I was about to say the same thing for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Jerry. It's a Friday. So I was watching uh, some of that uh, Arizona Cardinal uh, Green Bay Packers game last night, and I was all pumped because I never watch pregame shows ever. Because no offense to Boomer and they his bore game, you. They're boring, right? They are just painfully boring. As was this Fox one that I had on for a little bit, and they've got 19 people working. They're all standing there. Uh, talking about the games, and they go to Aaron Andrews and somebody else on the other sideline, and they've got nothing to say. And but all anyone's talking about is how this is go- this game. They're going to go up and down the field. What a great game! I thought the game was going to be like sixty-three to sixty-one. The way they were pumping me up for yeah. this, the games never are as good as they're hyped up. It's very to be. difficult. I agree. It would end up being a good game. It was okay. The second half it was nothing great about that game. Fourth quarter I'm was sorry. all right. You might say the Packers were down their three top receivers, Jerry. They did a lot of like dinka-dunka-dunka, yeah. dinka-dunka-dunka passes, but it got it done. And uh, what I like, Jerry, is though, so the game ended 24-21. Um, Kyler Murray threw a pickoff in the end zone to essentially end the ball game. They were driving, Jerry. No, it the ended win. the ball game. It was 12 seconds left. 12 seconds left. That was it. That was it. So they were driving, looking like they were going to go ahead for the score that was going to win the game and keep them undefeated. 
But it, it was A.J. Green, I think. Uh, it just goes to show how hard it is. A.J. Green didn't even turn around no, for the it, ball. It looked like he was blocking. And it, it wound up in uh, some Rasul fella. Douglas. What's his name, Jerry? Rasul Douglas. Rasul Douglas? That guy, that's cool. And the best part of that was he catches it, turns to the crowd, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> Go home now. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't good, Jerry. I saw there were a couple Packer fans there. Those Packer fans travel with their stupid Oh, There were a heads. lot of Packer fans there, Yeah, as they true. always are. I mean, they travel, Jerry. Certain teams just have that following around the country. Plus, I think when you live in Wisconsin, you travel to nice cities like why would you not Phoenix, Arizona to go see a game? That's one you circle, like because the Cardinals aren't in the same division as the Packers. Right. So the schedule comes out, and you see you're playing. Oh, you're playing the car. Oh, it's in Arizona. Oh, I'm going. That's a trip you make. That game was only ten seven at the half, as you said, Jerry. It was. Uh oh, I don't want. I'm not. No, I'm not going to use. Yes. <laughs> but it wasn't one of these up and down great. the field. It wasn't. The fourth quarter was good. We were back and forth on the Nick game. When I didn't get home until we had an event at Rutgers last night. So an I got event. home about, yeah, I got home about 840-ish, right around there. And I watched it a little bit with my son. And we were back. I was like, all right, Nick game, Nick game, let's go. Nick game, boring, Nick game. And so we were back and forth on both. So it was one of those days where, you you know, you watch some of both of them. and But, eh. Aaron Andrews uh, pregame interviewed Kyler Murray. I, you know, clearly took place at a different time in a different location. Sure. But she kept uh, doing the fist bump with him, and it reminded me that how many times? Uh, uh, probably three times. Mm. <laughs> She'd be like, "Give me some of that right mm, there." Wow. Mm. But it reminded me of like when me and my friend Paul we used to uh, we read this book about how to pick up chicks. <laughs> Come on, dude. We did. There was a. There was a very famous book called The Pickup Artist. Really? It was about nerdy guys and how they how you can learn to talk to women so that they'll find you interesting. Did that work for you? It did not work. But okay. I worked for my friend Paul. Tried to, he, he would get to a certain point of a conversation. He would get girls to come over and talk to well, us. Wow, okay. But then we didn't know where to go from there. But was in this, in, that wasn't chapter two? <laughs> no. Well, no, we, we just we never figured out. But one of the parts of this pickup artist uh, technique is to gain some physical contact mm-hmm. with the girl, similar to what I saw Aaron Andrews doing with Kyler Murray yesterday. Except she's not trying to pick up Kyler Murray. Right, but I'm just saying it. That's what it reminded me of, because the, the, what the pickup artist would say is get into a fun conversation with somebody, and then if they you go, oh, you also like the Rolling Stones? High five. And now you're physically touching. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Fist bump, high-fiving. I was like, is Aaron Andrews trying to... Uh, get involved in this Kyler Murray. It seemed interesting. It was like pickup artist type mm, stuff. How about that? They were talking about fashion, Jerry. They were fist bumping. Did you ever high five a girl? Mick Jagger. Give me some. I did. Oh, come on. Really? Yeah, because it works. <laughs> Mick Jagger? I not wasn't. I didn't use Mick Jagger, but you. yeah, you try to get a high five, you, you know, something. So, well, let high me five. Just, let me just I don't think Kyler Murray or Aaron Andrews need any help. Probably not. No, they're doing fine. They're doing fine on their own. You mentioned you mentioned the Rolling Stones, so it just jarred a thought because you showed me a video of Keith Richards the other day. Yeah. He looks like our great-grandfather at yes. this point. The other day on Access TV, there was a Rolling Stones documentary-type show. Rockumentary. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was more of them in just... It, it didn't follow them around as much as it was them in studio performing and recording and stuff like that. And it was from... And this was the best part... Mick Jagger goes, oh, God, we still got to play these songs that, you know, we wrote them 30 years ago. And then I looked at when this show was on. 1995. Yeah. 
and it's 2021 Do the math now. now. It's another 30 years. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. It's another 26 years. Yeah, it was Keith Richards on his Instagram account. I didn't know Keith Richards had an Instagram account, but he does. Yeah, I'm he sure. looked really old. But he was playing. He, is. he was playing the riff by himself to "Before They Make Me Run," and it was pretty cool. I was it, like, "Oh, that's cool." All neat. It just it yeah, blew my neat. mind that in that video they were like our age. Yeah, I wish my grandfather could play the guitar. How do you know he didn't? And no one in my family ever picked up a musical instrument, Jerry. Then where does it come for you? I'm the only. Oh, I can barely play myself, and I've been That's practicing a long time. No, come on, I've seen you at the piano. That's not Before true. Oh, they make me run. So anyway, yeah, that was my Rolling Stones cool. story. So sorry. All right, Jerry. So if you're ever looking to pick up chicks, uh, fist bump, high five, or the book. What was the book again? Give the book a pop. Uh, uh, the pickup artist. The, the pickup artist. <laughs> now, that was a movie, too, with Will Smith, wasn't it? Uh, that I don't know, but it was a reality TV show on VH1 as well, which was really cool. The other thing you got to do, Jerry, if you're, if, you're, if you're trying to pick up women, is you uh, peacock, they call it. Peacocking. What does that mean? That means you go into a bar or a club wearing something interesting that women may comment on. Just for... Like um, if you wore a Blinken top hat into the bar. I'm also noticing that the pickup artist was released in 2017, so this is fairly recent for you. <laughs> no, no. That must be a re-release. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> that came out a long you time You can get ago. the book used right now yeah, on um, on Amazon for $7.49. You buy a book used sometimes, Jerry. There's notes in it. It might, might be helpful. <laughs> get somebody else's notes. Did you try to do that when you were going to college? You had to get your college books? Sometimes when you go to the used book section... Someone had already like highlighted things for you, put notes in the. the I know the margins. No, no, no you wouldn't I didn't do that. By the way, there's an article: the man who wrote this book no yeah. longer believes in it. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, he's married to a beautiful woman now. Oh, he might be. I suppose Neil. No, that's mm-hmm. not it. Is that his name, Neil Strauss? Neil Strauss. Yeah, he also wrote a lot of uh, books, uh, biographies on rock bands where he worked with the rock band. No kidding. Yeah, high five, Jerry. So maybe that's where he learned the pickup stuff from. High five. Watching people try to pick up other people right. in bars late at night. Peacocking, physical touch. What is, what is that again? Peacocking is when you wear something interesting looking into oh. the bar. Like, let's say you wore swimming goggles into, like, the bar. For conversation. Yeah, people, women would look at you and be like, what? And may, might, might walk up to you and go, why do you have these swimming goggles Oh, on? sure. Then it- you go, interesting story. I love to swim. High five. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many of these guys get punched in the face. <laughs> I mean, good it works, Lord. Jerry. I'm sure it does. All right, so uh, that we, I think we've summed up the Thursday night game nicely. It's boring. Packers won. They're seven and one after starting with that loss, and everybody was going crazy yes. again for Aaron Rodgers. I guess he's not throwing the season after all, and we don't have any unbeaten teams anymore. But a number of six and one teams. Uh, a lot of teams with one loss. Or with one true. loss, because the Cowboys are five and one. They have they true. had their bye week already. But you have uh, who else we got there? I have to look, but yeah, you're right. I mean, well. it's we have no unbeaten team, but not for nothing. Nice run by the Cardinals. Hey, you know not what it was? For nothing. No J.J. Watt. Right. J.J. Watt wasn't there, <laughs> unfortunately, Jerry. Let me look at the standings. And, by, and also, remember our the over-under numbers. Over-under. We're not even close. Aaron Rodgers threw for 180 yards last night. Yeah. His over-under number was 272. Yeah, that was... Uh, for, and oh, I know for a lot of the the those sort of bets, it was strange. Yeah, even Kyler Murray, what did he throw for two twenty? What the hell? I forget what it was, but it wasn't anything huge. And he no touchdowns, two picks, so not a great so game. So you got Cardinals, Packers, both seven and one. Rams, Bucks, both six and one. Cowboys, five and one. There you go. That's a lot of teams with uh, just one loss, and then a bunch more. Jerry, a bunch of teams with two losses. Yep, we got a lot of quality teams here in the NFL. That's why. 
If you lo- you're looking at the standings in the NFC only, yeah, give me the top seven. How many losses? So you've got one. Obviously, Packers and uh, Cardinals have one each. Cowboys one, Rams one, Bucks one. That's five teams. Yes, five teams. What and are there any other one loss teams in the NFC? There are. Or is that it? Those five. One, two, three, four. Those five. Okay. How many two loss teams in the NFC? Just one. Interesting. Are wow. Saints. Which is why I hate to say this because you'll yell at me, but yeah. that's also why if the Giants wound up winning Monday night, I'm not saying they're back in the mix yet, but they're on the periphery, as they say. No, no. The in the AFC, the least amount of losses is two by a bunch of teams: Jerry, Bengals, Raiders, Titans, Bills, Ravens, Chargers. Yeah. So. Really, the, the NFC strength. is where it's at right That's now. That's right, Jerry. The NFC is where it's at. I That's where the so. strength is. Yeah, I would say so. Very interesting. The the playoffs, I know we're still playoffs. two months away from that. Yes. Right? It's almost November on Monday. So we're two and a half months away from the playoffs. So a lot will still change. Mm-hmm. But you've got really good teams in the NFC. And yes. a lot of them. Many of them, Jerry. And here's another interesting thing about the 2021 season so far. Now, there was not a blowout last night, but the NFL has already had 21 yeah. blowouts. It's not 21 a, blowouts. There have been some good games and good finishes for sure. And you'll never, I mean, you got 15 games every weekend or most weekends. So you're going to have that. It hasn't been a great season. While I haven't looked at the the teams that are playing because I want to be surprised by cool games next segment. I did look yesterday on uh, one of the betting apps as to see like what some of the – and there are big spreads again this week, which Ugh. means they're looking for more blowouts. Yeah, Jerry. and you're probably going to get them. I would not be shocked know. if you get them. I need to, I'm start, I'm going to start going the opposite of what people think. Like when people think, oh, it's going to be a high-scoring game. You're going to take the under. Yeah, when they, when they go, these two teams will never find the end zone. Which is fine, and that will work from time to time for sure. The problem is when you lose that bet, you're going to say, no kidding, what a dummy. Like, what of, a dope I was. Yeah, of course the Jaguars aren't going to beat the Bucks. <laughs> Why was I thinking <laughs> no, no, Trevor not, Lawrence was going to beat Tom Brady? No, I'm going to say beat them. I'm saying like over under. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like last night would have been an obvious. Now, the only thing, again, about last night is the fact that the wide receivers were down for Green Bay. So you could certainly make the case that they weren't going to put up as many points as you would have thought. But even that in a bad game, you still got 45 points. Was he over under 50 and a half? Yeah, I think 50 and wasn't a half. wasn't like it was that far That's off. That's true. So... I think, right, and if the and if uh, Kyler Murray doesn't throw that pick in the last twelve seconds, and that's a touchdown, you get the over. That's exactly right. Oh, interesting. So you know who knows? Listen, if you took the over on Jets Jaguars, you you're, get what you deserve. You're a fool, and it doesn't mean they won't put up fifty or sixty or seventy points because both teams stink. But eh, I see you really want to waste your money like that? No. So that having been said, I am on some bad streak right now. You're on a bad betting streak? So I think I am going to start betting everything opposite of what I think. Yes, that's Not a what good people idea. think, what I think. What you think. So when you're about to place the bet, I'm going you'll opposite. go, let me pick the other thing. I might, And I also might just take the Knicks every night. The Knicks won again last night. They too. did. And it's funny because and we'll take a break. So a cool game is coming Chicago. up in a moment. So it's a great win. So you don't, you never give it back. All is good. But the one thing you would say, the Bulls score the final 12 points of the game. Because that should have been a comfortable win for the Knicks. And then down the stretch, the game is even still over because the Knicks have the ball up one. Randall goes and clanks two free throws. And then DeMar DeRozan, this is where, 
and this is why I understand what Joe Judge was saying, but why he's wrong when he talks about results are the most overrated thing in the history of mankind. So let's look at last night real quick for the Knicks game. The Knicks played a, and I mean a great 45 minutes out of 48. And yet the final three or four minutes, they got steamrolled. If that ball goes in, it's a completely different discussion this morning. It's they couldn't finish. They still got growing up to do. It's that what happened to their defense in the final five minutes, blah, 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 blah. The fact that, and I'll play the clips coming up, where it was Kemba Walker, one of the guys, maybe Julius Randle, one of them said, I think it was Kemba Walker, who basically thanked DeMar DeRozan for missing. He goes, because that's his shot, and it probably should have went in. So results do matter, and because the result was a win, you're looking at them as 4-1, and one, and wow, look what we got here, as opposed to 3-2, and two, and how the hell do you blow that game? Right. So results really do matter. So, And speaking of results, results. we're going to have results in terms of what games are cool coming up this weekend. Because on the other side of this break, we've got a thing that we like to call cool games. So don't go anywhere. That's next. And then Boomer and Geo, 6 o'clock, Football Friday, fan. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, the sweater song. Yeah, that's right. It is a Friday. It's called a Football Friday, weekend, uh, week eight in the National Football League. Hope you guys are having a great Friday morning and you're not sitting at one of the tunnels for six hours already. Um, so there's been conversation all week long about, well, last week too, about how, mm, you know, the game schedule, not so great and blah, 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 blah. And then all of a sudden on Monday and Tuesday, I started seeing people tweet about, oh, here we go again with these games. Now, last night wasn't bad. On paper, ter- terrific game, and that would have been a cool game, but we don't do cool games on Wednesday or Thursday. We do them on Friday, usually at 525. It's a little early. You can tell I'm trying to stall because it's like appointment radio at this point. That having been said, I think I've talked enough, and I think the time has come yeah, Jerry. for this week's edition of what they call Cool Games. Al and Jerry, they've got your cool games. I hope there are some <laughs> cool games. I really love to watch those cool games. <laughs> Jerry, the way this works is I take a look at the upcoming schedule for Sunday and Monday night football. We go through the schedule rather quickly. Uh, We're looking for your initial reaction, Jerry. Do you consider this a cool game or not? And again, to be very clear, a cool game has to be a game I'm going to be locked in on for four quarters. There's a lot of peeking games. Like, I'll peek in on it. Absolutely. Or I'm interested in this on Red Zone Channel. But is this a game where you're like, wow, that's going to be... So-. Like last night, Cardinals-Packers, in theory, was a cool game. Yeah, I would game. say so, yes. 
So let's go through the schedule, Jerry. We do these in order. So we start with the 1 o'clock window. 1 o'clock games. Okay. Here we go, Jerry. The Bengals at the New York Jets. No. Jerry Recco, is this a cool game? It is not. No, it's no. The Jets have won one game. Mike White's playing quarterback. It's. I mean, I like the Bengals, but no, sorry. No. Nope. Well, maybe did you hear Mike White say when someone asked him about his first NFL start, pretty freaking cool. Yeah, because if Zach Wilson doesn't get hurt, he's never starting in an NFL game. So he thinks it's a cool game. What is for him? For him, it you is. You think this is a cool game? It's not, Jerry. Okay. This I'm is trying not to, a cool I understand. Game. I feel like you're trying to sell me on it. Well, I just want to see how quick you're uh, I was pretty willing, quick. willing to change your mind. Not with this. Sorry, no. Continuing. I don't even, that, this actually feels like work Sunday to watch this game. This is going to be work. So That's you're working six like. days this week. <laughs> well, something. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm working yeah. the Cowboy game Sunday night. No, but I'm saying here, you're working at WFA well, yeah. six days a week because you've got to watch Bengals at Jets. I think I have to, yeah. All right. So but I really don't want cool to. Game. Right. Not interested. Titans at Colts. No. Is this a cool game? Nope. Why, why not, Jay? It's the Colts. Right. And it's the Titans. Mm. And I understand the Titans of Derrick Henry and the Titans won a great game Five over the Bucks and the blah. It just I don't I'm not interested in watching the Titans ever. I'm not interested either, Jerry. This is not a cool game. And I know Frank Reich is the coach, and I know Hard Knocks just started, and that's all cool. And his conversation, if you saw the piece about the weather, and we're going to be an all-weather team, and we're going to go. And then they went out in Santa Clara, and they won in that whatever bomb cyclone weather, whatever. Yeah, the, hell the it was bomb called. cyclone. All good. Kudos to them. I hope they don't lose another game this season. Not interested. Not a cool game. No. L.A. Rams at. The Houston Texans. Oh, that had such good promise when you said the yeah. L.A. Rams. And then you had to drop the Texans in. Six no. and one eh. at one and six. This Texans suck. This no. is not a cool game a at terrible all. Terrible game. I, honestly, now this would be one. This would this would at least test your theory. Right. The Rams should win this game on paper by 30 points. Correct. What's the spread, would you say? Uh, it's got to be 10, 12, 13 points. Yeah, it was, it was double digits for sure. So it would test my theory, too, because to me it's a no-doubter. You take the Rams minus whatever the number is. What if it's 17? I think it might be 17. Yeah. You still take it. Did you see what they did to the Giants? Dismantled them. They did. So, I yeah. yeah no, not Cup. a cool game. Please. Not a cool game. Please stop wasting my time. What Next. about this one, Jerry? Steelers at Cleveland Browns. An AFC North fight. No, not a cool game. How is it? I don't know. I kind of the feel Steelers like... are down. The yeah. Browns, the Browns are banged up. That's it's true, interesting. Right. I would. I'm interested. Am I watching that game though? Right, you're right. I'm not. Yeah, because uh, uh, Baker Mayfield's not even playing. It's that, that other clown. This is the perfect red zone game. Right, red zone. This is the red zone game. Keep me up to date on what's going on. Yep. But I am not locked in on an old Ben Roethlisberger anymore. I'm All not. Right. So no cool game so far. Maybe this one will. Please give me your... one, will you, right, Jerry? Philadelphia Eagles at Detroit Lions. <laughs> You're such a jackass. <laughs> you know, don't you want to see the wow. Eagles plant the seeds some more and have the, plant, the tree sprout? Plant the seeds, Jerry. And then we can watch Dan Campbell go rip the tree out of the dirt and eat it. All right. Eat it, Dan. No. So we're 0 for 5, dude. Yeah. Uh, 49ers at Chicago Bears. <laughs> Not a cool game. Uh, the Bears, no. My goodness. <laughs> this sucks. This does suck. What and that's one, I got to be honest with you, hey, Scott Hansen, we'll pass. Just give us the score. Don't even waste our time with the red zone possessions. Right. I agree. Nobody cares. Panthers. Oh, good Lord. At Falcons. Oh. What a one o'clock window this is. You know what this is? So I'm going to give I'm gonna give all the parents. Oh, no, I'm sorry. All the parents that are football fans some yeah. advice. for Because Sunday, you know what Sunday is. Oh, it's Halloween. Sunday's Halloween. 
Here's what we're doing, guys. If you have kids and you're a football fan, you tell the kiddies, we're going out at noon. Yeah. And you stay out until 3.30. And sell them on. You don't want to want, want these houses to run out of candy. You, you want to be early. the first one there. Yes. Because you know what happens when you're the first ones out? You find all the lazy asses that put just a bucket of candy and a sign out, and you can have your pick. Yep. So you sell them on 12.30. We are going out. And I'm going to be watching Red Zone and not answering my door. So don't come to my house. I'm yeah, going to well, have the shades pulled down as if I'm not living there. Um, or just like a Wednesday for you. Well, like a regular Wednesday, sure. <laughs> All right, so so far we're 0 for 5 or 6. Well, uh, The final game in the 1 o'clock window, Jerry, is this a cool game? Dolphins at Bills. It should be. Yeah. But it's not. It's not. Because the Dolphins have been horribly disappointing. Tua, mm, they're 1 and 6. And I expect the Bills to just roll them. Right. So no, it's so not. So there are zero cool games in the 1 o'clock window. Yeah. That, now that game, if you tell me that game's close at halftime, yeah. that's a look-in game now in the second half. Okay, so you might be interested in the second half. Yeah. Let's go to the 4 o'clock window, Please, Jerry. There's two games that start at 4.05. Which are usually not cool games. Patriots at Chargers. Cool game. Cool game. I'm interested in that. I agree. This is a cool game. The Chargers are back after a bye week. We, yeah. we missed the. I missed them last week. I, I missed Justin Herbert throwing the ball all over the place. That game's in L.A., right? In L.A. Which is a big deal because visually that's pleasing. Visually pleasing. Yep. I do like watching what Bill Belichick's doing with Mac Jones. Cool game. Yeah, I agree. Finally, we've we got one. one. We got one. We got, again, this is why you take the kiddies out at 1230. The second 405 game, Jerry, Jaguars at Seahawks. <laughs> How about this? Move that game to 1 o'clock with the rest of the clunkers. <laughs> Put that in the, what do we call, Jerry, the crap window. That's exactly right. 425 Wouldn't starts. it be great if Scott Hansen said, we've got eight hours of commercial-free football, but unfortunately, unfortunately we start with the crap window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's put up the crapto box. <laughs> Eight bad games. <laughs> no commercials. That would be awesome. <laughs> if someone had a sense of humor yeah. on Sunday and put up the crapto box. <laughs> All right, Jerry, 425 gets going with Washington football team oh. at the Denver Broncos. No. Oof. Why would that Oof. be 425? I don't know. Aside from people in Denver. It's in Denver. And Washington. No, no. 405. Yeah, right. You're That's right. That's a crap. That be a like, why game. would the Patriots and Chargers not be know. the national game? I don't know why they put that there. Is there another 425 game? There is a 425 game, Jerry. It's the final 425 game. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers oh, okay. at the New Orleans Saints. Is this a cool game? I, you know, I think it is. This is a cool game. I think it is. Sean Payton, I liked what he said about Brady yesterday or the day what before What did he say? That. Just like they were asking him, you know, if you're surprised at what Brady's done. And, I mean, look at him. And now, what have you seen over the years? He's like, he looks like a guy who's 30. It's just, it's remarkable what he's doing. And he's a challenge to game plan for. So, I think there's interest still in the Saints. And there's certainly interest from the Bucs. So, yes. Cool, cool game. game. Yeah. The Sunday night football game pits your Dallas Cowboys. Cool game. Cool game. In Minnesota. Cool game for me. I know you're going to say no. I don't no, think that's a cool game. For me, it is. Although I do love watching, I do like. I will get. Uh, we'll get to see that Tony Dorsett ninety-nine yard run a hundred times pregame. I'm sure they will show that. That happened uh, in in Minnesota, Minnesota in the Metrodome. In the Metrodome, which that doesn't exist anymore, right, Jerry? No, We're I think they imploded on, that. Yeah. Imploded the Metrodome. Yep. Uh, they play outdoors now in uh, Vikings. They have a roof. They have a roof. Mm-hmm. A permanent roof. Now Target Field, they play outside. You're looking at me funny. You tell me the I thought the the Vikings new stadium when they were doing that they were going to have no, a roof, roof on it. Oh, there is. Oh yeah, they remember they had the Super Bowl there in the middle of the winter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, right, Jerry, it was minus twenty six degrees there. Yeah, yeah. 
I do but Target Field, now. though, does not have a roof, yeah, that is which makes no sense to me. Yeah. Because October baseball sucks, and so does April baseball. And if you're in Minnesota, it's even worse. Right. But maybe they just think they won't be very good. Yeah. <laughs> Make people come out here and freeze. So you, uh, listen, for me, cool game, but I understand if you say no. Okay. I'm going to say no on that one. Uh, the Cowboys are cool. Well, interesting, too. Like a lot of, the, and I Sunday can't night. believe he's not going to play. But the fact that it's even a storyline about Dak Prescott and the calf muscle, where he's like, I want to play, but it's out of my hands. Like, there's no way he's not playing. You just had 10 days off or two weeks, whatever it is. Yeah. I find it very hard to believe that he wouldn't play Sunday night. If I'm on the Vikings, Jerry, what am I doing? You're going after his calf. Yep. You're going to work the calf. Work the calf. So we'll say, I say cool game. You say no. Fair enough. If I'm on the Vikings, uh, if I sack him, I put all my body weight on his calf as I'm getting up. He also has a compromised ankle from the and surgery. I mean, can you have a heart? Um, how and many cool games is that ankle. now? So for cool games, Jerry, we've got Vikings. I'm sorry, we've got you've got you've added Vikings, Cowboys, yes. but we've got Bucks, Saints, and Chargers, Chargers, Patriots. So oh, I have three. You have two. What about the Monday Nighter, Jerry? Your New York Giants in Kansas City. I'm interested. It's not though. Not this is cool not a cool game. game. Mahomes down. Chiefs not playing well. The Giants have not been a good team. It's not, but I will watch. Geo might call this a get-right game. For both teams. For both teams. It is, because here's why. Blow them out. If the Chiefs go out there and crush them, yeah. you could say, all right, you know what? It's been not a great start, but that looks like the Chiefs. If the Giants win, I don't care if they win 2 nothing on a safety in the fourth quarter. If the Giants win this game and get to, they'd be 3-5 and five then. And all of a sudden, a couple of winnable games coming up, it could be. A get-going game. A get-going game, A okay. get-right game for the Chiefs. Right. A get-going game for the Giants. Yeah, I am interested mainly because we are in the New York market. If I was probably not a... If, I was if you a, lived in Tampa, would you watch this game? No. Yeah, well, that's the definition of not a cool game for you then. So there you have it. Good point, Jerry. That's a fair point. Those were your cool games. But not many of them. Nothing at 1 o'clock. There are no cool games. We got two at four. Jerry likes the Sunday nighter. Those are the cool games. And I will tell you as we go to break with cool games, Al, just a quick sneak peek. At week nine? Yeah. Let's just say week eight might not be so bad. Week nine, you're saying? I'm just saying, quick sneak worse. peek. Quick sneak peek. That's all I'm saying. And we will see next Friday. I'm just saying it's possible. You know we got to get on the phone during cool games? Roger Goodell. Get him on the phone. He's only making $130 million over the last two years. Or get the one of those schedule makers that we can yell at, Jerry, and push around. Quick break, 25 in front of 6. We are more than halfway home. We'll get you to Boomer and Geo at the top right here on The Fan. Don't go away. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.
All right, Van Halen, Friday morning. Enjoy your Friday. We've got a weekend, and that's usually when Al goes Paula and all that stuff. Uh, we did cool games. If you missed it, you can get it on the Odyssey Rewind. You go right now to uh, the website, and you zip it back, and then you can listen to cool games. Little uh, teaser for you. Not many of them, but so be it. And the Knicks did win last night in Chicago. Nets Pacers tonight. The World Series is back tonight as well. Did uh, Mets fans want this Bob Melvin, Jerry? I see he's going. You know, I think here's what I would say. First of all, it's interesting that the A's allowed him permission to speak to the Padres, and he bolted. (laughs) He's like, may I speak to the Padres real quick? It's going to be a quick conversation. Yeah, I'm going there. He takes the job. I would say I I think it would have been mixed. I don't think it would have been a sexy hire, but I think it would have been a solid hire. You know, it's not like you're bringing bringing in someone that's going to – Sell season tickets, if that's a good way to put it. Bob Melvin's aboard. Where can I get season tickets? Yeah, I don't know that that has that effect, but I do think a Met fan would be like, all right, you know what? Guy's got experience. He's won a lot in Oakland. Never won in the playoffs, but wins a lot in Oakland, gets to the playoffs a lot, or has gotten to the playoffs a lot. I think people would have liked it, but I don't think it's like, you know, wow, Bob Melvin. That's That's a nice upgrade for him, though, going from Oakland to San Diego. Sure. Oh, beautiful ballpark, beautiful area. Absolutely. Beautiful balls. Because uh, the, the weather is great in Oakland, too. It is. It's just the stadium is horrendous. Yeah, doesn't the back Terrible the, fan base. The sewage backs up in that stadium, they say. Yeah, like, I, the toilet's overflow. It's so old, I don't even know. But I did read something that they might they might have a possible agreement to get a new stadium built there. So maybe they won't head to Vegas. Um, but, uh, yeah, for him, I mean, hell, you're going to Petco Park. You're living in downtown San Diego. Oh. Are you kidding me? Jerry, God. that is the life. That is a dream. That's why when Eric Hosmer went there, everybody was like, oh, what's he going there for? Because he's smart. That's why. Oh, I guess he doesn't want to win. Well, how's that working out? Pretty I'm, good. Never there was a time where, like, Yankees would go there. Like, Goose Gossage went there. Dave, Dave Win- Well, Dave Winfield was there first, wasn't he? Dave Win- Greg uh, Greg Nettles went there. Yeah. That's some 80s baseball knowledge. That, there you go. You're dropping knowledge right there. Dropping knowledge. <laughs> dropping knowledge. Yeah. It was like, you know, that would be a place. I. San Diego should be like how Arizona was in football, where old dudes go there to finish out their career. Oh, now young dudes in the prime of their career yes, go there. Yes, right. That's what I mean. When you turn around and you could get a place where it's awesome to live yeah. and the team could be young and good. The only problem is the taxes. Taxes, Jerry. A lot oh, of California. taxes in California. Yeah. You know, it's really t- difficult when you're making $36 million a year. You got to yeah. pay your taxes. How are you going to do that? Well, Fernando how, Tatis. How do you pay those taxes, Manny Jerry? Machado. That's the question. Uh, this, I thought, was a joke at first, but I think it's for real. No, oh, you got me interested. PETA, Jerry? Oh, this was not a joke. PETA, the people for the ethical treatment of animals? Yeah, this, this is... Why are we even talking about this? Like, Cardin Roberts opened the show with this yesterday. They opened the show with this? Yeah. About PETA? And uh, and the arm, what was it called? The arm barn? Well, they don't want it to be called the bullpen anymore. Give me a break. Because the bullpen is where ca- cows go before they get slaughtered. Or in the way we're using the term in baseball, it's yeah. where a pitcher warms up. has nothing to do with a bull getting slaughtered. Yeah, they would prefer to use an arm barn. Which you, Evan liked. You think it's going to catch on? I don't. Uh, warming up in the arm barn. You don't see the announcers doing that next season? No. Or PETA? No, it's going to be a bullpen. I don't mind PETA. They've got some good ideas. Like, I no mean, one wants to see I. animals get beat up or I agree. all this stuff. But sometimes they do silly things, like when they go, don't uh, hit a uh, house fly. You know what I mean, Jerry? 
Uh, and then well, it that's kinda, an insect. That's not an animal. I know, but they don't want you killing flies, even PETA, even though it's not an animal. Well, I, I'll give a fly a little hint of advice. Yeah. Stay out of my house. <laughs> I'll let you live forever. <laughs> and yet everyone wants you to kill those bugs that are out now, those uh, spotted... Uh, lantern flies. Lantern flies, yeah. They want, there's signs around, like, please step on lantern Really? Flies. I'm not even aware of this. What oh, is a Jerry. lantern fly? It looks like a, like a moth-type thing with spots on it, right? Really? Yeah, if you see them in your yard, Jerry. Why? What is the issue with them? They're destroying vegetation right oh, now. Oh, yeah. okay. And they don't have any natural enemies here except you and your shoe, Jerry, to step on them. Very interesting. Yeah. You ever watch Men in Black? Uh, no. Doesn't go well for the insects. Oh, is that right? And then they fight back. The insects fight back? Well, if these things fight back, you know, there's certain areas that have a lot of them. Like, they're everywhere. And, like, for me, I don't ever see a lantern fly. Neither do I. But what you do might you not do know with... what you're looking for. No, I don't, because I honestly wasn't even aware of this. Just start stepping on everything, Jerry. Well, I'm not going to do that either. Come on now. Uh, for the ecosystem. Well, I suppose. Yeah, so PETA, you know, I do see videos, for whatever reason, they're on my Facebook feed. Uh, and they're not PETA videos, but they're PETA-friendly videos. Yeah. It's like people hugging cows, and like the cows look like they have feelings, and goats. Well, how do you know they don't? No, I think they do, and that's the, what they're showing. Like, why right. are you like you are petting your dog, but you're eating this adorable animal so who's hugging you? It's funny you bring that up. So on on CBS the other day, they had the Eric Adams and the Curtis Sleewood debate the other night, and CBS gave each one of them, I believe, a sit down interview. So to watch the full length of the interview, you had to go to CBS and whatever, on the streaming site. All right. But what they did was they gave you a clip, and I thought this was interesting. They're running for city mayor, right? Yes. Of New York City. New York okay, City. Okay, so I have that right. The clip they chose to show of Curtis Sliwa was, uh, the first thing was about the city, but it was like 20 seconds. And then it went on to, I guess there's been a viral clip of him with his cats, and he's a very big <laughs> pet person. All right. And so he was talking about how much he loves the cats, and he's got, you know, wants a dog when he, if he ever gets into the Gracie Mansion, he wants to get dogs as well, and it's going to be cats and dogs because he's a pet guy. And then the girl who's interviewing says, so you're, you're, you love pets? You eat meat? <laughs> and he goes, well, yeah. He goes, I'm actually trying to become a vegetarian, but yes, right now I'm still... I don't understand how could you love animals and pets if you're still eating meat. That's not fair. You know how many people in this country yeah. have dogs and cats and love their pets yeah. but still eat a hamburger? Yeah. Come no. on now. Well. That's not right. No, that's not I fair. See, it's an interesting uh, debate. Topic. He didn't say he had pet cows in the backyard right. and then was eating burgers. That's not. And to me, it was a complete waste of time. You've got a mayoral debate and right. and vote coming up and this is what you, it was almost like they should talk to him about beating up punks in the yes. uh, subway how about that cleaning up the subway cleaning up the streets not having guys i don't know i can't say what i want to say but do certain things right in the middle of the road right as they drop their draws and expose themselves red I mean, berets for everyone jerry and we go down oh, to the I, subways listen. and we beat up punks no i'm not saying and i don't i don't know who's gonna win nor do i care i don't live in the city but i didn't think that was fair all right you you have a dog, right? I do have a What'd dog. What did you ever dinner last night, Al? Steak. Oh, clearly you hate your dog. No, I don't hate my dog. Well, you hate animals. Sometimes you eat meat. You hate animals. Sometimes you don't eat That's meat. That's what they were characterizing yeah. it as. I didn't think it was. It wasn't right. Peter King, 
Uh, well, the people against the ethical, ethical treatment, treatment of, animals. of animals. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that's it, Jerry. The the, bull, the term bullpen, we will not be using it next year. We're, no, we will be uh, using it. It's not changing. We're, we're not agreeing. calling it an arm well, bar. Knock it off. I will be calling it an arm bar. You'll, you don't even watch. <laughs> You're not going to call it anything. Plus, it confuses me with the wrestling move, the arm bar. That's where, right. I put you in an arm bar when I try to work the arm. So right there, you've got to start the movement. Can't do this. Right. Too confusing. Good point. Good point. Boomer. Seattle Kraken, Jerry. You know them? They're the new NHL team. I've heard of them, Seattle. yes. Guess who they're playing tonight? Rangers? That's correct. Really? Where? Seattle. That's right. Wow. Someone did his homework. That was just a wild guess. That was a wild guess, <laughs> well, Jerry. Well, who were you going to say? The Coyotes? <laughs> Coyotes. <laughs> so the Seattle Kraken have a thing now, Jerry, where they're taking your favorite uh, thing, sockeye salmon. Yes. You love sockeye salmon. I mean, anytime I hear sockeye salmon now, yeah. I can't. You love sockeye salmon. Can, can I just interject for one yeah. second? The Rangers are playing at home tonight. Oh, there you go. So the game's tonight. It's in uh, Versus the Blue Jackets. When do they play the Kraken? I, the, not tonight. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know what the hell you're smoking. All right. Well, I didn't my mean to interrupt your show, guys. No, Sorry, no problem. worries. Just want to keep that things wrong. accurate. Yeah, that's wrong. Like... Wrong fraud. All right. Well, I my appreciate bad. that. Anyway, Jerry, the Seattle Kraken are going to have, you know, when they have the three stars of the game ceremony. Where do they play ceremony? the Kraken? Kraken. <laughs> I thought I had a friend of mine going to Seattle for a Kraken game tonight. Apparently dis- not. He's going to be disappointed, Jerry. Oh, it's Sunday. That's what it is. My bad. Sunday? Yeah, Sunday night. The and we're not going to see that Seattle. because we're going to be watching Sunday night football. Cowboys, Cowboys Vikings. Vikings. So go ahead. The Kraken. The Kraken. They do uh, three stars of the game like a lot of teams do when they come out. Normally, the teams will toss a puck, Jerry, or a stick into the crowd. They won't fling a stick into a crowd. You know, someone close by. Yeah. But the Kraken are going to be uh, tossing uh, plush sockeye salmon. Very cool. Into the crowd. Some of the players think don't it's, love it. They think it's corny. Other players are into it. They come out swinging the salmon. You Jerry. know who's going to love it? The kids. I would love to catch a, a sockeye salmon. A real one or the plush no, the one? the fake one. And some of the players are signing the salmon before they like one of the stars of the game. Even better, I like that. So there you go. You when you go back to Seattle, you got yeah. two things on your list now. So you're going to have to go right around the time the two sports cross over. So maybe like early I, April, Mariners game, Kraken game. I don't think I'm going back to Seattle. Oh, that's off the list. I think that city's like Portland, where it's like you've been there, done that, you're good. No, I just think like anything goes in that city now. Same as like there's certain cities, Jerry, out west. Okay. San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, where chaos rules. All right. You just you know stick to saying? San Diego then. I went to Seattle when uh, when uh, I got in at a good time. I understand. Now I think it's trouble. And you did the touristy thing and went to the first yes. Starbucks. That's, that's one of those cities where, do you know there's this in San Francisco, Jerry? I, I saw this on the news. If you steal less than $950, you just get a summons. They're going to arrest me. you. Come on. No, that's true. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. Let's <laughs> try and insane. digest that. 552. <laughs> and to clarify, Rangers in Seattle, Sunday, Sunday night, Jerry. 9 o'clock. Yes. Odyssey Sportsman and Amy Lawrence on last night's football game. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. 
It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Packers won last night. Knicks won last night in Chicago. You've got uh, the Nets taking on Indiana tonight. The Rangers play Columbus, and then they go to Seattle on Sunday. Did I tell you the play in uh, Seattle Sunday night? What else you got? Jerry, we got Knicks Pelicans tomorrow. This is a, what, a, what a New York sports weekend. Bengals Jets Sunday. Giants Chiefs Monday. Monday. That's right. I'm going to watch this Bengals Jet game. I know it's not one of our cool when games. When you say watch, what does that mean? Because you're going to have red zone on. Yeah, so I will you're really have red not going to be watching. But I might put this on the iPad. This might be oh, a, for a draw. Oh, okay. iPad game where I put the iPad in the corner. Who are the announcers? Andrew we're Catalan? Get, yeah, we'll get the not the greatest announcers. Well, he's I'm sure good. Jerry. Come oh, on he's now. very good. He is good. So if we get him, that'd be terrific. Uh, I normally do look at the announcers. I know you do. That's what I, I used you to do. bring. I used to bring them up and used to not like that. Uh, that I would bring up the announcers because you would say it doesn't matter. You're well, going to watch the game or not? It does. Watch for the me, game. it doesn't. But for, if you're saying you're going to put it on the iPad, I'm yeah. curious if that will keep your attention. I'll put it on low volume, and I have the guy Scott Hansen loud volume. You ever find when you do that, Octobox. you end up with a headache? Yeah, because you're listening to too much at yeah. once and not enough of anything. Yeah, and then like when Gina calls, now I've got to turn down two volumes. She's talking, two volumes are going. You have to deal with a phone call on Sunday. Oh, yeah, Jerry. Come on. Oh, yes. There's phone calls <laughs> Isn't during it just football. easier at this point to move in with her? <laughs> well, she calls like she'll run for coffee and call me. She'll run to... Just uh, to talk? Yeah. About what? That she got her coffee. Oh, God. And there was a line. <laughs> and, you, and you could be less interested. <laughs> Yesterday we got the dinner and you had a you had a scan in the menu and I go I can't touch a menu but I can sit here and WFAN FM and starting already New York an Odyssey station